The information provided herein is for training and educational purposes only and is not for solicitation. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to another episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a fantastic day today. I certainly know that I am, and I am so pleased to be here with you. Thank you so much for all of the valuable feedback that all of you are giving me, the emails that you're sending me, the notes that you're putting on, CapitalizeLife.com the notes section, being able to just express how this show has benefited you is absolutely just so utterly gratifying for me. And it's so wonderful to get feedback. All of us want feedback, you know, whether it's your wife who looks at you and says, do I look pretty today? Or the gentleman that says, honey, did I mow the lawn and do a good job for you? You know, all of us want feedback and feedback is so important and I appreciate your feedback and I hope that what I'm providing you every Saturday is something that incrementally can help educate you and bring you into a different scope of thinking and understanding about your money. Well, today we're going to be hosting an episode that I call Lessons Learned and lessons are basically something that we will all have no matter how many days of this life that we live. But the lesson that I want to share with you today is an important one on many different levels. And I want to remind you that if you've never gone to the Retirement Income Store, today's episode is powered by the Retirement Income Store, and it is a wealth of information that is going to be helpful to you. If you have looked it over, you know what I mean. There is so many different articles and so many different ways of learning about how to properly invest for income on that website. And it's a valuable resource. And I encourage you to share it with your friends. I encourage you to make certain that you're taking and really pushing that envelope of understanding. It is going to be something that is fundamentally important to you. Because today's world is continually changing, it is continually moving and shifting, and we need to be able to know how to navigate these waters. So let's get started. The first thing that we want to do is we want to talk about lessons and what value they hold. And lessons learned to me come in two different forms. I've either taken on an experiment that utterly failed and it provided me a lesson learned as to what wouldn't work, or it has proven itself to be something that was beneficial to me. Now, oftentimes when we make a mistake or we experiment on something and it doesn't work, we get completely depressed because we didn't get the outcome that we wanted. Your outcome in retirement is to be successful, is it not? Isn't that the goal for all of us? You want to be successful. You want to have a 
wonderful retirement. You want to be able to do the things that you want to do and see the things that you want to see, but you haven't been retired for all that long. And so you may end up being in a position where you do not feel as though you're fully equipped to know what's coming. Well, may I encourage you that this is where relying upon being acute and attentive to the mistakes of others is so important. You know, I had a mentor once tell me that I could either experience 10 years of life or I could read a book and take 10 years worth of life and distill it into a week. And that has proven to be a valuable lesson for me because I have found that it's absolutely true. Now, does that mean that every single book is, you know, just a wonderful, riveting piece of information? No, it's not. There are some books that honestly, (laughs) I picked the book up and I was bored to tears, but Then I made it to the very end of the book, and all of a sudden, I found that one little gem. And that's the reason why I host this radio program for you every Saturday morning, because I want to be able to help you learn lessons from others, from myself, from my clients, from people across the globe and across this great nation. I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. One of the first lessons that we need to learn when it comes to our money is what happens to stock and how stock operates. You see, stock is something that so many of us have as a part of our life. And far too often, we have a lot more of our money sitting in stock than what we realize or what we should have. And what is stock? Well, stock comes in two different forms. It comes in the form of preferred stock, which is income generating stock, which I talk about very consistently and very steadily throughout my programs every Saturday. And then we have common stock. And common stock is growth type investments. It could come in the form of a mutual fund. It could come in the form of an index fund. It could come in the form of an individually held stock. You own individual stock in, say, Johnson & Johnson or Procter & Gamble or Pfizer. Those are all common stocks. And we hear about those common stocks on the nightly news. When we hear about the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones or the NASDAQ, that's common stock. And stock is broken into lots of different types of common stock. It could be large cap. Those are very large companies, very steady, well-established companies. It could be small cap companies, companies that are very small, fledgling. They have common stock that's traded on the New York Stock Exchange, but they're not very big. They're very volatile. They're still in the growth phase of their life. And the reason that you own stock is because you want the growth that it provides. But the problem is, is that we tend to lose sight of the valuable lessons about the stock market. As we age and we get older, we tend to forget that our tolerance of risk or our tolerance to losing our money, well, that tolerance tends to go down because we don't have the years in front of us to live and to wait for the stock to come back. So, you know, if we go back just to the turn of the century, What we see is that the common stock market in this country has been astoundingly volatile. 
Now, we had this run from about 2013 to 2019, the end of the year, in which we had what seemed to be very, very consistent gains. Yeah, there were some major drops and some recoveries, but overall, it seemed that the stock market was just steadily growing little by little, and it was doing very, very well for us if we had our money sitting in common stock. But there is no assurance at all that the common stock is going to continue to perform well in the future. If we look at the turn of the century from 2000 to 2003, we saw a common stock market that contracted by 50%. Imagine that three, four, five hundred thousand dollars that you have sitting in your retirement turning into 250,000. Would that put the brakes on your retirement? Would that create some level of stress and anxiety that you weren't really counting on? And the answer is yes. Now, when we have a decline in the stock market, then we have to be absolutely resolved that we've got the time to wait for that common stock market to come back. And what we lost from 2000 to 2003 didn't come back until 2007. That's seven years of waiting. How many of you would consider that one of your most precious assets in retirement outside of your health is your time? If you're anything like me, it seems like time is going faster and faster, right? And it seems as though time is of little supply. We don't feel like we have the time. And yet when we're retired or we're approaching retirement and we have too much of our money sitting in growth type tools, and all of a sudden there's something that happens within our world economically or politically, or in the case of COVID-19, something of that nature that we don't expect a bit of a curveball, it can affect the common stock market as we've seen. Now, in 2007, investors were feeling pretty good. They were saying, well, all of my money's come back. I'm back to where I was. Glad that's over. But was it? And the answer is no. Because then we had another crisis that occurred within our country, and we watched as the common stock market lost 63% from 2007 to 2009. Now, bear in mind that that first corrective wave of sell-off was three years. The second wave of sell-off from 2007 to 2009 was a mere two and a half years, and it was even deeper. It was more severe. And it took from 2009 to 2013 before we got our money back, where the market finally came back to where it was. And we think, glad that's over. But then the market continues to go up, and it's going up for a multitude of different reasons. It's going up because of growth. It's going up because of technology improving. It's going up because of the Fed stimulating and feeding the economy. And the market gets all the way up to a world record high, February 14th of 2000. And 20. And does it stay there? No, it doesn't. Because this thing called COVID comes and we watched as our common stock market lost 35% in six weeks. Now, notice the first one was three years, the second one was two and a half years. Now we watch 35% of the market decline and disappear before our very eyes in literally six weeks weeks. So what are the lessons that we could learn? Well, I believe in lessons and I believe in paying attention to the lessons that we learn. And you know, there's that old proverbial phrase, if it happens once, shame on you. If it happens twice, shame on me. So my question to you is, what are you doing 
to learn from the lesson? Have you been enticed into believing that this time it's going to be different? This time there's not going to be any more volatility. We're going to shake this off. We're going to move on with life. And you're going to continue to watch the stock market go up. Is that possible? Of course it's possible. Is it very likely though? And even if it was likely, is it a risk that you want to take this late in life, having more money saved for retirement than potentially ever before in your entire life? So what have you learned? Is it something that you've learned where you need to say, okay, I need better diversification. I need to get better guidance. I need to ask better questions and get different results. Do I need to start focusing on potentially a better strategy that is better suited for me in this stage of life compared to where I was 10 years ago? All of those are great questions to ask, and all of those great questions will lead to great results if you will simply ask them and then act upon the feedback and the information that you get in response. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management, dot com. And post your question to us. Reach out to us. Let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode every Saturday morning. So we have a few more things that we want to cover with regards to lessons learned. So I'm going to encourage you, stick with me because you're not going to want to miss the remaining three lessons. And these could prove to be extremely valuable to you as you make your way to a successful retirement. Stick around. We'll be right back. This is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. So how's this latest stock market roller coaster ride treating you? You've worked too long and too hard scrimping and saving for retirement to have it exposed to this market volatility or gobbled up by some retirement spend-down scheme. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, hoping for different results. For your free, no obligation, no more volatility information kit, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. It's time to get off the roller coaster and get serious about how you're planning for retirement using tools and strategies designed to generate steady retirement income so you may have the retirement you've worked so long and so hard for. For your free, no obligation, no more volatility information kit, call 866-290-3837 or visit johnsonwim.com. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a great day. If you're just joining us, we're discussing things today about the lessons that we learn in life. And we started out by just Discussing, you know, in life, we see that there is so many different things that occur to us, but if we don't pay attention to them, if we don't learn from those lessons, whether it's negative feedback or whether it's positive feedback, then that can make life very, very difficult. I remember many years ago seeing 
a picture, a quote of John Wayne, and who knows if he really said it or not, but it's quite comical. And it says, life is tough. It's even tougher if you're stupid. (laughs) Well, that's very, very true. And why is it that we remain stupid or why is it that we remain ignorant to so many different things? And it's because we simply don't learn from the lessons that life is trying to teach us. So we started out by talking about the lessons that the stock market can teach us. And you know, the stock market is a wonderful place. It's a place that we can make tremendously good money if we're smart. But we also know that it is simply a tool in our toolbox. And it's certainly something that we don't want to use for all of our money. It's certainly not something that we want to use for the rest of our lives for all of our money because we have different phases of our life. We have phases of our life in which we're in the accumulation phase and we need the growth and we have the time. If we lose it, we can get it back. We can use dollar cost averaging and we can buy stocks at low prices. All of those things can be wonderful, advantageous benefits to us. But if we chase the sunrise as hard as possible, running west, well, it doesn't matter how much energy we exhaust, we're never going to see the sunrise. Why? Because we're going about it the wrong way. We're going the wrong direction. And you see, when it comes to your money, you want to be able to have money that is diversified. You want to have your money allocated in such a way where you're able to be able to use that money all throughout the rest of your retirement. But if all of your money is focused in something that can be here today, but gone tomorrow, or at the very least diminished significantly because things are sometimes out of our control like COVID, who would have ever known that it would have had the devastating effect on the stock market that it did? If it comes at the wrong time and you're not prepared, then that only takes and jeopardizes you having your outcome, which is a wonderful retirement, having plenty of income. So what was the lesson that you learned throughout the COVID time and the COVID crash of 2020? Did you learn that you had too much money sitting in the stock market? Did you learn that you had maybe the wrong types of investments? Did you learn that your financial advisor was not quite as conservative as what you thought they were or as conservative as they said they were? So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. So what's another lesson that we can learn? Another lesson that we can learn is looking around us and understanding that even though we have seen a tremendous amount of benefits from the new tax laws, that we are likely to be experiencing a rise in taxes down the road. If we've looked historically throughout the course of time, we see how taxes are a very nimble, very fluctuating thing. And today, with the amount of debt that this country maintains, which is around $28 trillion, and remember from lessons learned that a trillion dollars compared to seconds on a clock is 32,000 years. So take 32,000 times 28 That's a lot of debt, isn't it? 
And somebody somewhere at some point in the future is going to have to pay the piper. And if we continue to have all of these freebie programs in this country, which no doubt help a tremendous amount of people, but you add that to the amount of national debt that we have and the fact that our GDP is still very low, we still have very high unemployment. Now you're running the risk of having taxes go up on you in the future and you may not be prepared for it. So the lesson that so many other people have learned is that they need to be constantly scanning the horizon to identify, is there strategies, is there things that I can do in order to protect myself from a rise of income taxation? And there is. There's an entire universe of different strategies that you can use. It could be something very strategic and something that's somewhat outside of the normal box of thinking. Something like charitable remainder trusts. It could be something like as simple as implementing an individual retirement account, whereas you add money to it. Now that the laws have changed and you can add money to it after the age of 70, that you're able to get a tax deduction. It could be something simple like taking and doing Roth conversions, doing it at the right time with the right amount of money. So that down the road, you have more tax-free money, more tax-free income than you do taxable. It could be looking for simple ways to be able to avoid something like the Social Security income tax, the provisional income tax on Social Security. Another lesson learned is expenses. This one came as a result of an experience that I had with a gentleman we'll call Bob. And Bob had basically contacted me. He had heard the radio show and he had called my office and he wanted to know if I would just give him 15 minutes of time and help him do an analysis of the type of investments that he had. And he had this one particular mutual fund that he thought was doing really, really well. His local banker had sold it to him and he said, gosh, you know, I think that this thing is doing well, but I've got this mutual fund. I've got these positions over here in this brokerage account. I've got this set of index funds with this particular individual over here. And Bob was thinking that he had a pretty good deal. When we sat down and we did the analysis on that one mutual fund that he thought was doing so well, what we found out is that he had embedded costs on that fund in excess of 4.5%. 4.5%. Now, what was the lesson that Bob learned? Bob learned the lesson that even though the market's going up and even though the fund looks to be going up as well, and that's all well and good, that's pure performance. If the tide is coming in, that means that the boats are going to go up. And that doesn't mean just one or two boats. That means all the boats are going to rise. But unfortunately, he had not known that this fund was extremely heavy with all sorts of back-end fees and 12B1 fees and expense ratios. And as a result, it was dragging down the performance that he could have had had he been in something that was similar but had a much lower set of expenses. And you see, when you pay expenses, those are dollars you never get back. Whether it's management fees, whether it's mutual fund fees, maybe it's commissions, all of these things are money out of your pocket. And the lesson that Bob learned was that he was overpaying and thereby underperforming. This is the reason that it is so important to have a second set of eyes on doing what you're doing. Because, you know, if you continue to go to, say, 
the Schwann's man and you ask him how good their ice cream is, what do you think his response is going to be? Is he going to try to tell you that, no, you need to actually go buy Wells Blue Bunny ice cream because that's better ice cream than Schwann's ice cream? Heavens no. That salesman, that broker, that financial advisor is going to think that what they're doing is the absolute best. And that's the reason that getting a second opinion can save you so much money. And let me ask you, do you think that Bob was extremely grateful to know what he was actually being charged? Of course, because then out of that feedback, out of that lesson learned, he was able to then take a new approach that was going to give him the opportunity to see his money working harder with less drag on that money. The last lesson is simplification and streamlining of your investments. You know, there is so many of us that like diversification, and I preach diversification. It's so utterly important. But you know, here's the thing. We can have so much diversification that we tend to lose sight of what's actually happening with our money. We've got money in the bank, money with a financial advisor, money with an insurance company, money with another institution over here, money online that we're trying to invest. And by having all of that money spread so thinly between so many different entities, you could easily have one entity that is actually working against what the other entity is doing. There was a gentleman by the name of Jim, and Jim believed in having his money divided between two to three different banks. He also had two to three different financial advisors, and that is perfectly fine as long as each of those financial advisors are complementing each other. But what we found when we actually sat down was they were not complementing, they were replicating. So he only thought that he had so much risk. He was only investing so much of his money in common stock. Little did he know until we started analyzing that all three of his financial advisors were literally doing the exact same thing. So as a result, even though they had a different name, they had a different brand, they were still charging in the same way. They were still costing him money. They were still taking and investing in literally the same exact types of investments. So he was overindulging in one particular area of risk. You see, as you get older and you age, you tend to lose sight and the ability as you once had to be able to keep things in control. And so having so many different statements, so many different institutions, not only do you run the risk of them negating what each other is supposed to be doing or replicating and working against you or potentially creating more risk, but you know what? It's going to be more and more challenging for you as you age. The question I have for you is, do you really want to have to stay up to date on so many different accounts doing so many different things? Or have you reached this point in your life where you now see that one of the lessons that you've learned is that simplifying your life, taking and streamlining how you have your money and where your money is invested, and more importantly, focusing on what your outcome is, which is maximum income with as little risk as possible. Doesn't that sound good? And if you could take and you could have another say, $1,000 a month in income through interest and dividends without having to lose sleep at night over all the risk and what could be happening next. Wouldn't that be a tremendous value to you that you could take that newfound income and you could use it to improve your standard of living in retirement? And could you take a trip on an extra four, five, six, seven thousand dollars 
Could you spoil the grandbabies a little bit more? Could you feel more involved in your children's lives? Could you leave a greater legacy for them? If you simply reduced your expenses, simply reduced your taxation, simply reduced your risk, and you increased what's totally within your control, which is the income. And isn't it true that income is your ultimate outcome? Well, thanks so much for listening. I hope that I've encouraged you today. If you do want to reach out to me, I want you to know that I'm here for you. We'll schedule a 15-minute phone call, and I will see what I can do to give you value and help you see with a second set of eyes what red flags you potentially have within your own investment strategies. So if some part of today's discussion really resonated with you, And you have questions about today's discussion. You have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed. I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some materials for you that I know will be of value. And we'll email them to you or we'll toss them in the mail if you prefer. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. 